Hey there traders, looking to take the guesswork out of trading and only 10 minutes a day? Then you need to head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com right now, where you can get our five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes per day. And the only place to get that is at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. Today's episode of the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast is powered by FinClub and their artificially intelligent stock picks. With nearly 90% accuracy for the first half of the year, you'd be crazy not to try FinClub stock picks while you can. I mean, before they get bought out by one of the big Wall Street banks, because their technology really is that good. So head on over to tryfinclub.com to get nearly $1,500 in bonuses just for starting your free two-week trial. So join the club, the Fin Club, to get nearly $1,500 in bonuses just for starting your free two-week trial at tryfinclub.com. That's tryfinclub.com. Hey there, 10 Minute Traders. Welcome back to the How to Trade Stocks Options Podcast. Today, we have a special guest on the line, Yvonne Baiji. And uh, he's kind of a Twitter celebrity himself out there. So I'm really excited to have him on the line. And we're going to be talking about mindset today. And, and actually, Yvonne was mentioning to me that he wanted to share some of his, his historical um, dealings with maybe some self-destructive behaviors and how he's overcome that and pushed forward and, and become a success. So Yvonne, I am so excited to have you on today. Thank you for coming on. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we give you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance by Redwood Media Group, founder and head trader of 10MinuteStockTrader.com, Christopher Ewell. Thank you for, ha for having me on, Chris. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. Oh, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm thrilled to have you. Uh, Yvonne and I were just talking a few minutes ago and, you know, just getting all set and ready to go. And he mentioned to me that he had some, um, some topics over mindset. And I know that as a trader, mindset's really crucial. And I think Yvonne's going to really go into and, and explain a lot more about that and how he has really developed a great set of skills around that. But Yvonne, if you don't mind, uh, would you mind you know, sharing some of your, uh, your background with the audience out there? Sure. Uh, so, again, my name is Ivan, and this little accent of mine that you'll, you'll hear throughout this podcast is because I, I, I was raised in France. I'm originally from a tiny tropical island called Mauritius which is on it on the east coast of South Africa. Uh, but again, I was raised in France and I've been living in Canada for, I don't know, 14 years or so. So you can see, you can hear some French intonations in my accent. So, so that explains that. Uh, but other than that, I, I've been trading for a living uh, since 2006. Not successfully at first. There's been a lot of struggles, uh, pain, uh, difficulties, but over time I became more and more consistent. And you know, one of my hobbies is to really I I, I like to write and and teach uh, on on the mindset component uh, of of trading because this is a topic that's close to my heart and mind. Um, and yeah, I I find it meaningful because you know, I've had to face my own destructive t tendencies in, in the market as a trader. And I've learned a few things that I'd like to share to, you know, whomever is receptive to hearing that. Oh, I think this is great. Um, I'm really excited to, to learn more about it. Um, so uh, the floor is yours. Where do you want to, where do you want to go first? 
Sounds good. Well, uh, trading, as we all know, is is an amazing endeavor, right? Very fulfilling, very rewarding, if you do it the right way. The mm-hmm. problem is that most people don't do it the right way. They approach it with a get-rich-quick mentality, which really is a cause of their downfall. Uh, in, in this field, there's great potential. There's potential to make a lot of money. There's potential to, to grow as an, as, as an individual, as a person. Uh, the problem is that you need a, a, a you know, process-based uh, structure, uh, strategy, that allows you to, to, to take your emotions out of this whole thing and to, to trade with stability of mind, balance, and you know clarity, focus, so that you can achieve long-term uh, optimal performance in the market. And that's what I help traders uh, do. And you know, trading has been a really fulfilling endeavor for me. Not at first, as I said earlier, I've struggled a lot, but um, a major turning point for me has been uh, when I really realized uh, the, the, the connection between the uh, ongoing mindset work that I've been doing on, on, on myself and the result of it all over time. So, you know, I, I, I slowly began to, to see patterns of slow and steady progress in my behavior, in my, both in my experience and my behavior and my, my results. And I, I remember at first when I started seeing this, this slow and steady progress, uh, I began feeling an intense uh, feeling of appreciation and, and excitement. And those small little successes became quite addictive, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to keep pushing in, in the same direction. Uh, a bit like kids these days with video games, right? It became addictive. Those small progresses became addictive. But this requires a particular shift in your mindset. You You have to really... Put the get-rich-quick endeavor aside and really focus on getting good at this. You know, this is key. You have to really focus on getting good at trading, and then money is automatically a byproduct of that. That's a great way to put it. I, I really, really appreciate you, uh, you know, taking the time to explain that. In fact, I'll, I'll share with you a story real quick. Um, recently, I was putting on a trade, and uh, it was, uh, you know, not not to say any, any particular numbers, but it was about $8,000 to put on this trade. And um, I was texting my brother-in-law because he's very interested in learning how to trade and things like that. And I was like, hey, I'm putting about $8,000 into this stock and here's why. And he's like, oh, sweet. So how much are you going to make? Like $8 million? And I was like, no. <laughs> I mean, that'd be great, but I, I don't have that expectation. No, I, I'm happy if I get a few percent out of this, but I'm not looking for $8 million return. So that get rich quick mentality is such so ingrained in people, and especially when it comes to the stock market, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's 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 the main reason why people fail at this. And I think this is what skews the statistics. I mean, you, you've all heard about it. You, it's just, the statistic studies shows show that uh, most traders fail over time. And for, for me, it's, it's no secret. There's, there's, a, there's a reason behind that. It's just people approach it with the wrong mentality. Uh, they don't work on their, on their mindset. They strictly focus on, on, the, on you know, the strategic aspect to it all. You know, 
analysis, uh, risk management, which is all great. This is absolutely crucial. You know, you, you need a strategy. You need risk management. Those are, are critical aspects of trading. But at the same time, it should go without saying, right? I mean, strategy is important. Risk management is important. We all know that. But then you need, you know, the mindset component. You need a right mindset to glue everything together and to, to really be able to trade your strategy and to apply uh, excellent risk management, you know? And without the right mindset, without the right perspective, without the right approach, there's just no profitable trading. And for me, it took me a long time to, to realize that. But eventually I did, and from there I started seeing slow and steady progress. Yeah, so when you say mindset, right? Like everybody's got the idea, like like I, I've described this before, any monkey can push a buy button, right? I mean, it doesn't take a lot of skill to actually push orders through. So to you, what what goes through your mind? What's what's that mindset component that you're thinking about when you're entering, exiting, managing, adjusting? What what's going through Yvonne's mind there? Okay, so the the major obstacle to profitable trading I have found in my own experience is that it's it's the ego. You see, trading is paradoxical in that it's very simple, but at the same time, it's very hard. And I feel like everybody can do this. The only problem is that your biggest obstacle is your ego. And it's insidious because, you know, you, you don't even know that it's it's there and it's it's acting against your own best interest. It's, it's causing you to lose, essentially. And, you know, what I've noticed is, is that almost everyone has something that they do in their own lives. Uh, you know, that they're, they're just completely immersed in it. Uh, there's no fear. There's no fear of failure. There's no fear of losing. There's no fear of being judged. Uh, there, there's no concern uh, about how they're going to do it, if they're doing it successfully or not. They're just free-flowing. And it, it just feels natural. And it could be the simplest thing, you know, like cooking, like playing the guitar, like, uh, I don't know, reading. Uh, if, if you ask yourself the question, you, you'll see it. You'll see what that thing is for you. For you. Uh, and if you can make a living out of this, um, you, you'll have a very fulfilling and happy life. This is my personal take on this. Uh, be, because you're doing what you really enjoy. And success is really just a consequence of doing what you enjoy. Um, so what I've found for me works as a trader is to really, um, you know, you know um, focus on the mindset com component. Try strive to place my trades from a place of you know being detached from mm -hmm. and really focus on on doing a good job, following my process, not not being bothered with short term wins and losses because those are all just part of the game. Losses are part are part of the game because there's an uncertainty component inherent to markets that no amount of analysis, no amount of risk management can, can dispel. And, and so one of the, the keys for, for me as a trader is to place my, my trades with little to no expectations. You know, I place it because I know that statistically over time, this is the right decision. If, if I keep placing the, the, the same kind of trades with the same parameters over time, 
I will come out ahead because this is just a lot large number. We're talking about the probabilistic proposition here. And so um, that's how I place my, my, my trades now. I, I'm not involved emotionally at all. I know that losses in the short term, well, I, I have a strategy first, right? A strategy has been devised using common sense, and then I have a proper risk management plan. And I know that uh, over time it's going to work in my favor because it has a positive expectancy. You know, it has positive expected value. And this is key. You know, you want a strategy that has a positive expected value or else you're just going to, you know, it's death by a, uh, by a thousand paper cuts. If you just manage risk out of the blue like that with no real structure to it, it's, it's not going to work. You need a, a, a strategy that has a positive expected value. Uh, but then it's just about placing the, the, the same trades over and over again um, and trusting that over the long term, uh, it's going to work out in your favor. It's, it's not about blind faith, Chris, and I'm sure you know about this. It's, it's about knowing that your system works in the long term. It's about, you know, devising the system using common sense and, and backtesting it properly and then knowing that it's going to work over the long term, perhaps not immediately, perhaps not in the short term, but as you keep trading it over and over and over again, over a hundred trades, a thousand trades, it's going to work out in your favor. It's, it's, it's just, a, just a mathematical certainty at this point, right? Because mm -hmm. you're applying something that works. And so that's what I focus on these days. You know, I, I just focus on placing good trades. And that's what good traders do. You know, they focus on placing good trades. Money is just a byproduct of that. You know, that is not the first time I've heard that. And I think Mark Minervini even talked about that when he was on, is that, you know, you're following your strategy. You know when you're going to get in. You know when you're going to get out. You know the, the risks ahead of time. Um, but then you just follow the, the strategy, like you were saying, and then uh, the money just naturally flows, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, so, so I was saying a little bit er, er, earlier, you know, you have to find something that you really like doing. And success is just a byproduct of that. Personally, I've, I, I enjoy trading. At first, it was a lot of struggle. I've, I've, you know, I've struggled a lot with it. I've failed a lot. It's been a lot of difficulties. But uh, I've come to enjoy the process of it, placing those trades, those those trades, and and you know finding myself in challenging situations and overcoming them, you know, uh, and finding opportunities, uh, not only in monetary terms but also in, in terms of personal growth, and you know that's that's what I mean when I say that I approach trading with a completely different mindset compared to the typical trader out there um and and that's the thing with with a lot of traders uh, it's it's like they don't even like trading you know they they, they don't even enjoy it uh they they're there just to make a like like a quick buck mm -hmm. um, they want to make money first uh and that's what they're 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 focusing on um they, they think that happiness is accessible uh via wealth uh fame you know whatever and then this is what will make make them happy. But I personally, I don't I don't know if real success is is attainable this way. You know, I I don't know anybody uh, who has uh, 
who has had really substantial impact or a career in this field uh, that didn't find uh, uh, like that that didn't enjoy what they were doing, you know. So you really have to come to a place where you you love the process of of, of trading. Then short term, uh, you know, wins and losses they, they they won't affect you anymore the way they, you know they affect typical traders. For the typical trader, you know, short term winning trade there they feel all you know excited, elated. Uh, they feel happy. They feel you know optimistic. And then when they hit a losing trade, then it's the opposite. They feel depressed. They feel sad. They feel you know they're, they they you know they feel like failures. And that's the wrong approach. You have to really you know develop a love for the process. And then you know over time it's just gonna good things are on the horizon. Like I I like to say. Yeah, I like that. That's that's really well said. Yeah, and, and what you're talking about there as far as like mindset and really finding success in one area of your life so you can have pleasures in other areas of your life, that just that got my, my wheels th- thinking about uh, the four-hour work week, right? Really finding the balance in, in the work that you put in versus the reward versus your lifestyle. Absolutely. And it, it's this is not inherent to trading, you know? If you, if you look at it, you know, uh, pro, like you know, professional athletes, you know, business people, they they think in a similar way. They they set process uh, goals instead of outcome goals, and this is fundamental. You know, you you have to think long term. You you have to come to a place where you enjoy the process of what you're doing. You know, and this is when things uh, you know shape up nicely for you for you over the long term. Yeah, you know, I'd heard a quote that says that success is not an act, but it's a series of habits, right? Going back to what you're saying there, um, the success in trading or in anything else is having the processes that you do on a daily basis, right? It's the habits that you have on a daily basis that lead to the success as the end goal versus, um, you know, each step along the way. So it's really well said. I I, I appreciate you, uh, you know, sharing some of that. So, now I know this may be a sensitive subject, but you mentioned some self-destructive behaviors in your your pitch to me, and I was like, "Ooh, okay." Now, if you don't want to share, I totally get it. But but maybe the audience out there would love to learn a little bit about Yvonne, and and maybe they might have some of these similar behaviors as well. What what would you be okay with sharing, and maybe a lesson that you learned to overcome it, and that the audience may be able to do as well? Yeah. Um, so. First thing, when I when I decided to quit my day job, uh, I and and to trade for a living about 14 years ago now, um, I began trading with with a pretty large account. I mean, I come from a poor family, so so I had to work very hard to save up enough money uh, in in order to fund a trading account. And I remember I saved about a hundred thousand dollars at that time. And I and, and decided to put that on my trading account, and I thought, you know, all all would be well and dandy from from there. I would start making a living out of this because it seemed easy. You know, it's very easy. If if you look at charts, it's not that complicated. You, you see trends, and you, you you it's very easy to get a feel for it and to 
to learn how to read charts and to manage risk. This is not the hardest part. The hardest part is to learn how to approach a trade and all, all mindset component that we talked about. Um, but I didn't know that back then. So I began trading and slowly over time I lost about, I'd say, 85% of that, of that, of that amount. Uh, and it was devastating for me. I oh, yeah. did it all, man. I, I, you know, I made all the mistakes in the book, you know, that you can think of. Like, I, I don't know. I would. One of the major things for, for me was I had difficulties accepting losses. I felt like it it, it was a statement uh, about me, about who I was as a as a person, a, a loser. You know, I've I've always been. I've always seen myself as this kind of guy who wouldn't amount to anything in this lot in in his life you know i was bullied a lot when i was a kid because i had a, a, a speech impediment but that's another story but all of these contributed to making to to making me have this kind of post poor self-image about my, myself so when i began trading and i started uh, finding myself in those difficult situations. I started having to take losses, you know, like like an adult, like a grown man, like a grown up. Uh, and it, it, it was very hard for me to be able to stomach losses on a, on a, on a trade by trade basis, sometimes on a weekly basis. So it was very hard to digest. So this is one of the major things I had to learn to cope with was the this idea of taking losses that taking losses controlled losses systematic losses this is a good thing there's nothing wrong with that actually it's 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 something that you want to do you want to take controlled systematic losses because you, you just can't let your 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 positions your trades get out of hand you know it's not going to work out in the long term if if you do that so this is one of the major things I have to, to, to deal with. It's my just taming my um, inherent uh, this, this kind of loss aversion tendency that I had um, that that was preventing me from really excelling in this field. Um, so you, you know, and over time I did, but the the thing is that. The loss aversion never really goes away. You know, it's 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 embedded within human behavior. You know, it's 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 part of us who we are as humans. Mm -hmm. We don't like losses. We don't like to lose. So, some people in some people it's more pronounced. This tendency is more pronounced than others. And I can say personally that in in I can see that in myself when I look back. This loss aversion tendency bias was pretty intense within me so again i had to deal with that and and i had to come to the understanding that trading there's not a point where where you arrive at when it's it's finally easy it's easier you eventually get to a point where it's easier but it's not just easy you know easy mm -hmm. like for instance there's always over your trading career there will be times where you will feel frustrated angry sad uh, there'll even be little periods of, of depression here and there you know because the market just won't conform to your every wishes you know things will happen as they may and sometimes this will be hard to digest uh, 
you know, the market will just upset you on countless occasions. This is just, it's part of it all. And you, you've got to, to, to come to a place where you embrace it, where you learn to see the positive, where you, you focus on, on learning, you keep pushing, you keep trading. And if you do that, good things are on the horizon. Because the, the, the way I see it, you're, you're building some kind of resilience. You're building, you're building a particular mindset that is necessary for you to thrive in this field as a trader. And yeah, I, I don't know if I rambled a little bit here, but coming back to your main point, one of the my most destructive tendencies was this guy, this loss of version bias. And this is how slowly but surely I, I, I you know, I overcame it. I kept trading, I kept pushing. Oh, and something that's major that happened in my life is that um, about, it was in 2000, uh, okay, so five years after, after I, you know, lost about 80, 85% of, of the money I, I, came, I put into my trading account, uh, I decided to take a long break from, from trading and long story short, I ended up on this meditation retreat in the south of France and I started, I got the opportunity to, to meet and interact with many um, meditation masters, you know, and they taught me the art of meditation and this has been a really major event in my life and it's it impacted everything that I, that I did uh, from, from there, including trading. Uh, so this is what helped me a lot as, as, as well, overcome my uh, loss aversion tendency. Not, not really overcome it, but, you know, have it more under control. You know, I think you and I are kindred spirits. <laughs> because uh, the podcast audience out there knows um, it, my story. Uh, my first 60 days of starting to trade, I lost two-thirds of my account. <laughs> that could be a record. Um, but yeah, that, that was exactly, um, the kind of stuff that I was dealing with as well is, is very much the whole ego of, I don't want to take these losses. I'm going to hold on to it. Uh, but in my case, I was, I was buying long calls and these long calls were, you know, uh, unlike an equity trade where you've still got the equity underlying equity, right? These long calls were going to zero and I'm looking at my account every day and I'm like, Oh geez, what have I done? Uh, but yeah, that, that, that was absolutely something that that took quite a lot of effort for me to overcome uh so i, I totally agree with you there and then on the meditation aspect as well um i'm a full believer in that i i do it every day um and i know a lot of very successful people uh they owe a lot of their success they say to the mindfulness techniques like that um for me personally and i, I don't know if it's the same for you but like my mind is always racing like it's really really hard for me to turn off and so uh, I have to listen to guided meditations. And I was just yesterday talking to somebody about this. And and it's like, for me, if I don't listen to somebody telling me, hey, think about this, think about that, I'm going to think about everything in the world except meditating. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that is fantastic. And I think that that is actually really great wisdom out there for the podcast audience is that if you already don't have a mindfulness meditation uh, habit, maybe try to find one. And it doesn't have to be long, right? You don't have to go on a retreat or anything like that. 
No. Um, what I personally do is right after I wake up, put my headphones on 10, 15 minutes, and then I'm ready to start the day. And it, it can be as simple as that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for, for me personally, I always start my day with, with the 20, 30 minute mindfulness practice. And then I end my day in a similar fashion. And it's, it's made a world of difference in my trading and the way I approach my day. And this, this is something that has helped me tremendously in my life because it, it's allowed me to deal with my uh, in like emotions, thoughts, because I'm a very neurotic person. I, you know, I overthink things. I tend to overthink things. Um, but this has allowed me to really uh, get a little bit more control and understand the nature of my thoughts and my emotions and learn not to believe you know, all the stories that, that play in my mind. Um, and yeah, the, so, so to, to come back to my to my story, is I spent six months living on meditation retreats. Wow. So, so, so it, was, it was a major step in my development as a human being, as a trader, because previously all my life I lived, I think it's fair to say, as a zombie. You know, I, I had no no idea that there was such a thing as an you know as as an inner life that that you, you could you could observe your thoughts and your emotions from a place of freedom you know not being uh part of the show you know like from from a distance and and learning to look into their nature and seeing their nature what they really are at their very core and yeah, it's it's been and it's affected my trading. It's affected the way I approach my life, my relationships, business, everything. And that's why you see me like I swear by it. You know, it's 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 a fundamental practice, and I I tend to preach a lot about it. Um, and it it doesn't have to be like a religious thing. You know, I'm I'm I, I'm not an adherent to to any. You know, religion. Um, my dad is Hindu. My my mother is Christian. I always grew up, you know, in between. I never never really uh, thought of myself as a religious person. Um, um, you know, I've I've always had this kind of tendency to want to, you know, seek the truth through my own means. You know, like like see what's out there. I I wouldn't say that that I'm a, that I'm a uh i'm an agnostic not not an agnostic but a uh an atheist but i would say that i'm more of an agnostic you know i i i I, uh i'm open to the possibility that there's something out there that we don't understand right but at at the same time i'm not not too much inclined to believe things based on insufficient evidence, you know? And so, so what I find within the meditation practice in that practice is that it's very rational. It's objective. It's an objective way of looking at your own experience at this thing you call, you know, reality, life, whatever you want to call it, you know? And yeah. (laughs) But that, that's really deep there. Um, you know, I, I can kind of agree with you in that way because uh, just taking a step back and, and looking at, at other religions, 
uh, things like that. Like there's always a, there's always a higher being, and the the goal of the religions is always to be a better person, leave leave an impact in the world, etc. And I have struggled with that personally, um, where uh, you know it's like, yes, I understand that there is a higher power, but who's to say that m- my definition of higher power is yeah not the same as this definition or this other definition but to me it's 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 an all all-knowing spirit yeah. uh so yeah I, I i definitely agree with you on that point and and honestly you know the podcast audience out there may not feel the same but you know to me yeah. that that's the way it is you know everybody yeah. all all the the teachings all the religions really in my opinion seem to say the same thing and that it's you know be a good person leave a legacy do leave the world in a better place than it was and I really, you know, I get on with that. Well, that's that's the thing about truth, right? It's there's a subjective, uh, there's a subjective element to it. You know, there's 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 the relative and absolute truth. It, it, no, there's 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 the objective and absolute truth. You know, say you know what you could call you know objective scientific truth, mm-hmm. uh, like. For instance, we know that the sun will rise tomorrow. That's an objective truth. You know, you know that I don't know. Uh, there's, 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 there's not a giant teacup circling Mars at the moment. That's an objective truth. We know this because of what we know about the, the you know, the different laws that govern this universe. You know, the laws of I don't know gravity, whatever. You know, uh, physics and so on. But then there's there's an, there's this subjective element to truth. There's this something that you personally know within you, yourself and that you can't really explain. And so I I think that this 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 debate of you know the, this this thing that we have of debating what is really what's really truth. You know what what we can call. It, it something as true, we can say that something is true. It's really just a false one inherently, um, be, because of the of the subjective and absolute nature of, of this thing we call truth. But that's another conversation. I mean, we, we, uh, we, yeah, we, we can, you know, um, I was I was enjoying this departure from uh, a trading podcast for a minute, so <laughs> that's totally okay. Sorry about that, guys. If you were <laughs> getting tired of us, but I was enjoying that. That was good. So Yvonne, um, you know, what, what, what parting words do you think that uh, you could leave the podcast audience out there? You know, we're going to have many, many people listening to this and, and it, it may not apply to everybody, but if you were to just talk to one person in particular, what would you say? How, how could they improve their trading, their mindset, their, their space in life? Just, just from your point of view. Yeah. The, the major thing for me as a trader is to not focus on money, just to focus on making slow and steady progress. That's all, you know, you focus on making slow and steady progress and over time you'll, you'll, you'll see how, you know, how much of a change this makes for you. Um, and one thing I wanted to, to add is that, you know, in, in my own experience, the, the thing that I've noticed as I became more and more successful, as, as I've noticed the change in my, my behavior and my results, uh, you, you know, how my account was, was growing. Because something I want to add is that uh, when I lost most of, of my money back then, I, I had $14,000 to work with at some point when I came back into trading after all my meditative journey experience. Uh, I came back into trading with $14,000 and I had to grow that. 
but slowly I was able to grow it. And now the account is, I don't know, you know, how much close, close to a million dollar. Uh, so is this is an incredible feat, you know, but it's mm-hmm. important to acknowledge the role of luck. You know, luck plays a huge role in trading. And at, at some point when my, my account was, was growing, um, I became pretentious. You know, I thought that, you, you know, I've, I've experienced moments moments in my trading career when I was doing things right for 15, 20 trades in a row. I was I was getting winning trades. And but this is how probabilities show up. But, I, you know, at that time, I didn't know. I thought that, you know, there was something about me, you know, that you know, I was some kind of God, you know. Um, you know, you, when, when you make 1500K in one sitting, you start to you believe things about yourself. You, you start to think that you're on top of, of, of the world. You start to think that you're, you're the chosen one. Uh, but from that point, in my own experience, the, the ego starts to take the, 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 the driver's seat, you know, and then you lose some money, you know, because you start to do things that are out of your plan because you think you have some kind of special knowledge. Um, and then you, so, so you attempt things that, that, that are outside of your plan. You risk more, you do this, you do that. And, you know, uh, this eventually teaches you humility. And you start to think that you're not as wise, you're not as skill, skillful as, as you might think you were. You, you, you are, and you, you begin to take a little bit less credit for, for the successes that you've had, which is a good thing, by the way, uh, because you're acknowledging the crucial role that luck plays in this field. You know, uh, in a numbers game, creating is one when there, where there's an element of randomness. Hence, it requires a probabilistic approach. Uh, a, a probabilistic approach means that you're focusing over focusing um, on, on placing good trades uh, and you, you're focusing on playing the game with, with a strategy that has a positive expected value. Uh, and this way, a fair number of times, you're acknowledging that there will be losses because we, 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 you know, because of random variation, uh, but try enough times and then you, you'll, you'll get ahead. You know, this is just how, how things are. So, Really, there's no point in, in being cocky. There's no point in developing this, this kind of pretentious attitude because you're playing a numbers game. And in numbers, when playing a numbers game, there will be losses. There, there will be short-term losses. There will be short-term winners. But that doesn't matter. It's a, your long-term performance that counts. So, again, strive to maintain a balanced state of mind at all times. If you do this for a living, as I do, this is this is critical. You know, you have to maintain a balanced state of mind at all at all times. You know, so you have to do what you need to do to to cultivate that balanced state of mind. So, as we talked about earlier, meditation is one of those things that you could do that gives you a mental edge. You could journal. You could you could uh, bring more exercise into your life. You could you know strive to eat more you know healthier and so on. Sleep more. Uh, but the thing is. Strive to maintain this kind of psychological edge um, and never lose that balance of mind. Keep trading, keep pushing, learn from losses, learn from vicissitudes that will inevitably occur. And over time, it will, it will work out in, in, in your favor. 
uh, if you're struggling, um, you know, keep pushing, keep trading, and I wish you all, all the best because you can do this. Absolutely. If someone like me who, who, who has a mild, uh, uh, you know, ADHD and who's, you know, who really shouldn't be doing this, you're right. I, I've been able to, to make a career out of this and I'm still going strong, you know. If someone like me can do this, you can do this. But you have to be structured, you have to be realistic, you have to be process-driven. And, uh, yeah, uh, that's that's all I, I have to say. I just keep holding and keep, uh, keep it running. No, that, that, that was really great. Um, I tell you what, Yvonne, I've really enjoyed this conversation here. I want to have you back on in the future. We can talk more. This, is, sure. uh, this has been I fun. Yeah, this is really great. And 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 um, just between you and I, nobody else out there can hear this, right? Um, it, it's it's really fun to me to be able to meet and connect with other people, right? Kindred spirits like you and I. And uh, you know, I can always tell when when somebody is is interested and and excited, wants to share. And I think you did an incredible job out there, you know, helping the audience and, and giving your perspective. So I really, really do appreciate that. Thank you for the kind words. I hope I didn't ramble too much. And one one thing I wanted to to add is that one of the major downsides uh, to, to to being a trader, and I've been at it for for about 14 years now, is is that I I don't have to force myself to go out to to interact with people to you know face to face to talk to to them. Hence, my social skills have gone down dramatically. <laughs> okay, I can see that. <laughs> worse and worse. And for someone who has already have introverted tendencies like me it, it it only gets worse and worse so it, it's it's always good to keep pushing yourself to do podcasts like like these once in a while and to really just keep pu pushing yourself you know because if, if you're not if you're just gonna stay in your bubble you, you yeah it's it's not good <laughs> no i i agree with you wholeheartedly my wife tells me i need to go and get some real friends <laughs> <laughs> Yep, I get it. Well, Yvonne, this has been such a, a great experience, great conversation. I really appreciate it so much. Where can people find you out on the internet? Where, what, what is your website and uh, and your social media so people can reach out to you? Sure. I so so I like to write and teach about the the, the mind component. This this is the thing that I love to do because this is where I struggle the most, as I said er, earlier, and this is what I enjoy doing, helping people and be. You know, because of my my experience with meditation and being being a monk for for six months of my life, I've learned things, certain things that I want to share with with people, and that's what I do on my blog. It's tradingcomposure.com, and I like to share, uh, you know, pearls of wisdoms uh, here and there, tips, uh, strategies, insights on my Twitter feed, and I do that quite often on a daily basis. And so my Twitter feed is trading composure without the E at the end. Uh, and that's, that's where, I, where, where I do that. And from what I've heard, people find these tweets very useful. They, you know, as they're trading their way to financial freedom, it's helping them maintain this kind of stability of mind that I've, that I've talked about earlier. And uh, yeah, you can follow me there. Perfect. Well, I will make sure that everybody who listens, make sure you guys go and follow Yvonne because this, this has been great. I, I really, I think he's a, a great guy. I've really enjoyed this and I can't wait to have you back on. This, this will be great. Thank you so much, Chris. For You're welcome. And thank you guys for tuning in to today's How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast. 
Make sure you like, subscribe, and enable notifications. That way you never miss any of the tools, tips, and tricks and interviews with people like Yvonne that we upload every single week to help you trade faster and trade smarter. I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, did you realize that you could get the secret weapon that every investor needs right now to start changing your financial future for free? Yeah, that's right. Just head on over to triplestockprofits.com and download your free Triple Stock Profit System ebook today. 10MinuteStockTrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, trading or investment advice or recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction, or other financial instrument or strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities can involve high risk and the potential for total loss of any funds invested. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell, who is content, financial programming, or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. Investment information provided may not be suitable for all investors and is provided without respect to the individual investors and audience's financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. Tim and StockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not in the business of trading securities trades, nor does it direct client commodity accounts or give commodity trading advice tailored to any particular client situation or investment objectives. TimMinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Yule are not licensed financial advisors, registered investment advisors, or registered broker-dealers. Stocks, options, futures, futures options, and other financial instruments not included here involve risk and are not suitable for all investors. You alone are responsible for making your investment and financial trading decisions and for evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any financial security and broker platform. For more information, please visit TimMinuteStockTrader.com. Thanks for stopping by.